Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hi guys, it's Abby and Rachel. Hey. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. We are back with a new episode um, about building friendships in adulthood. What we are all having a hard time with. So, but before we do that, um, Rachel, what is your current favorite thing and what are you drinking? So I am kind of lame and I'm just drinking water right now. It's what sounds good. (laughs) Um, I didn't even realize until I grabbed it that I was really thirsty. So yeah, I'm drinking water and well water, if we're going to be specific. (laughs) Because I live on a farm. You're fine. Um, And my current favorite thing is, so there's this um, makeup company called Araza. I'm probably butchering the name, Um, but it is a completely non-toxic, healthy for your skin makeup. And its mantra is, if looks could heal. So I I love that. And I just tried a couple of samples because they offer, and I, by the way, that's another favorite thing of mine. I love that companies offer samples to try and test before you just buy full-size products. Um, And so I bought, they have a coconut cream concealer and I love it because First of all, you look at the little container and it has all of the ingredients on it and the list is not long. And I love that because whenever there's really like tons of ingredients, I get a little bit concerned because I don't recognize them. And I've started to dive into being more cautious with things like that. And I love it because it's not a long list and it's all stuff I know, (laughs) you know? And so it's like, okay, this is good. Um, But it goes on so smooth. Um, and it's like, it just feels like my natural skin. Cause you know how sometimes with certain makeup products, it still feels like there's something on your face when you touch your face. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't feel like there's anything on my face. And so it's just like nice and smooth evens out everything. And then I only got their other sample was, um, I got one of their like lip gloss samples, but also really, really like that. So I am thinking here soon I will buy full sizes of both of those and then maybe they're they have like a a bronzer um that I've heard a lot of good things about too so I might get that that's too. exciting but that's my current favorite thing <laughs> how are <laughs> you Abby? super exciting yeah <laughs> well I am drinking water as well so I guess that makes us both lame <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Staying hydrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my current favorite thing, I would have to say probably this really cute thing that my youngest is doing right now. So when he gets really tired, he does this little dance. <laughs> and it's kind of like the sweet spot. Like 
once he starts doing this dance, you need to put him down for a nap or you need to put him to bed. Otherwise, it's going to take so long to put him to bed. <laughs> and it's just this cute, tiny little dance. You'll just kind of go back and forth and just wiggle his whole body and get excited and start bouncing. It's kind of like his loopy little dance before he goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the cutest thing ever. Aww. And it gives you a nice warning. Yeah, it does. None of my other children did that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I, love I'm, I love that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to dive into our topic today. So make we all know making friends as an adult is extremely hard. I don't know about you, Rachel, but mm-hmm. it's not easy. Yeah, it stresses me out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was just a lot easier, I feel like, when we were in school or mm-hmm. even in college or just kind of like moving out on on our own. Like, I feel like that's when it started getting difficult was like after you move out of the house. But like yeah. when you had that school and like the similar interests and everything, it just felt easy. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I mean, when you think about it, you're in a school, you're in college, you're surrounded by so many people. And even if like you didn't get along incredibly well with all of them, you were still semi acquaintances with most of them and could carry on a normal conversation. And, and I feel like, yeah, I mean, I do remember being in like kind of the middle school, high school age where you kind of cared what people think, but I feel like it got worse in my twenties when I left school, because like you said, the whole interest thing, like, now you're not in the sports and the activities where you can easily find people with the same interests. And you actually have to go out and find people now as an adult. You don't just get to go to school every single day surrounded by all the people that you can potentially become friends with. And you have work, but I don't feel like work really counts. (laughs) No. Yeah. I am one of the youngest people at my work, so it's really hard to be friends mm-hmm. with a lot of, not that it's not uncommon, not that you can't, but a lot of my coworkers are upper 40s, upper 50s. Mm-hmm. So basically they could be my mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> but <Yes>. still. <laughs> just stuff like that though I just feel like it was a lot easier when you had all those similar interests and everything and I don't know how you felt about this Rachel but like when I was younger and in school I was like well these these are my friends for life like Mm -hmm. I don't have to look for any more friends like I this is these are my friends and that is so wrong yes there are some times that you can end up keeping some of those relationships that you had when you were younger in school, but I feel like some of my most valued friendships are ones I've made in adulthood. Mm-hmm. Just kind of yeah. in the different seasons of life that I've been in, which there's a lot that goes with that too, but I just feel mm-hmm. like there's a different way of going about it because there's so many different changes in life and so many mm-hmm. different seasons and just making sure that you are tending to kind of almost put it as like your garden like you 
Mm-hmm. Your garden is going to change and grow throughout the different seasons. So make sure you're yeah. watering those friendships and taking time. Yeah. And that's how you're going to keep those friendships and keep them strong. Mm-hmm. Well, and another aspect too of just adding to the difficulty of it, not only are you not in a school where you're surrounded by a lot of people, but now you have a much busier lifestyle and you have to be more intentional. Whereas as a kid, and you didn't have a job. I mean, I didn't have a job until I was, I mean, I did paper routes and babysitting, but I didn't have like a real job until my senior year of high school. And so, you know, I did school and I hung out with friends. That was my life. My, my parents cooked for me. My parents took care of me. And, you know, when you become an adult, obviously all that changes. So you don't have the school and you don't have the homework, but you have the work and you have the cooking and the cleaning and, it's yeah, you just don't have the same amount of time that you did as a kid. Yeah. So just making sure you're more intentional about it and making mm-hmm. those plans and actually sticking to those plans. Yeah. Like life happens and things are going to come up, but at least putting something on the calendar and just being like, well, we set aside time. Like, yes, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the hardest things to do mm-hmm. <laughs> as adults. Like, things come up and things get canceled but like I feel like making sure you're keeping up with those and putting things on the calendar definitely makes a big difference oh you know it just dawned on me I from like a week ago I just realized I never responded to a friend's text who asked who <laughs> wanted to hang out next <laughs> wow what nice timing then <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of prioritizing friendships and <laughs> investing time yeah <laughs> Oh boy. Yep. There's just, there's a lot more going on in your head as an adult. Yes. And it can be really easy to get bogged down in all of the things that you've got going on and forget that sometimes you just need a break from all of that and spend time with a friend. Um, yep. And yeah. And I also feel like adulthood is different because you know, as a kid, I, I think in some senses, and this didn't go for every friendship, but in some senses, as as a kid, you're kind of like, um, you're you're picking friends out of convenience, or you're picking friends that will benefit you, or you know, I don't know. That sounds bad, but I feel like that's kind of how it is. But then when you become an adult, you're choosing friends because you want them to be your friends. Like you really enjoy this person. You specifically want to spend time with this person. I don't know if if you have a similar feeling, but I feel like looking back and being a kid, I just feel like, you know, you picked friends out of convenience rather yeah. than I really want this person to be my friend. Yeah. And just knowing like the different things that you don't notice as you're a kid in school is all the different things that come with it, like trust and yeah. making time for them and making them feel like valued and expressing interest in their favorite things too. And mm-hmm. I feel like as kids, we just, we we're just like, Oh yeah, this friend, this is my friend. We like to hang out together. Like not saying that all friendships were like that, but yeah, a lot of them um, in especially grade school were like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, you know, this kind of, this is a little bit of a spinoff of what we were talking about earlier, but, um, or just the whole intentionality aspect. There has been kind of a mantra going around and 
I want to just throw this out there and see what your thoughts are on it. Because in some senses I get it, but in some senses I don't love it. Um, and it's kind of like they're, they're talking about, um, you know, I don't know if you've heard people talking about saying things like, don't think I'm a bad friend just because I don't reach out. Sometimes I just don't have time and blah, blah, blah. And, and I get that I do, but I often, I, I'm starting to feel like that's turning into an excuse with a lot of people and they're just not being intentional. Cause I have this friend that like will routinely post stuff like that on Facebook or whatever. And I haven't heard from her in forever. And it's like, there's, I definitely agree with giving grace. I really do. There's times where it's busier for some people and then there's times where it's not. But at the same time, just because of that doesn't mean that friendship is any less of a two-way street. Yes. Like there still has to be effort from that person too. And I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people justify their lack of effort and it yeah. frustrates me with that whole idea. I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm explaining it really well, but um, I'm just seeing a lot of that is just people saying, you know, you need to be okay with me just dropping off the face of the earth for however long. And it's just like, I get it. But at the same time, I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And then there's that other thing going around where it's, I stopped reaching out and I realized who my true friends were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I very much agree with that because friendship is a two-way street. Yes. And it's so hard when you're the only one reaching out. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like adult friendships are so much harder is because sometimes usually you, they're not always, but there is a good amount of times where you might be the only one reaching out and making plans with those people. And then they aren't doing anything in return. Mm -hmm. So then when you do stop, you wonder if they actually did want to spend time with you because you were the only one actually making the effort. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's why I don't like that when people post that. I think it's just a cop out, yeah. you know? Um, and, I, and I get it. I mean, I, I can be just as busy as the next guy and I can do it too, where I fall off the face of the earth for however long. But that's usually when I reach back out and apologize too. <laughs> yeah. I know I've been out of your life for a little while. It's nothing personal. Life's been crazy. How are you doing? You know? Yeah. Um, and just checking in. I mean, honestly, like you don't have to have a ton of time. Sometimes a text of, Hey, how's it going? Can go a right. long way. Or, Hey, um, I'm thinking of you. Yes, exactly. Yep. Cause you never know how much like that can brighten somebody else's day. Just mm -hmm. saying like, I'm thinking of you, especially mm -hmm. in like all the craziness of adulthood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know like, even in like motherhood too like when things get crazy too like if I get a text from somebody like saying something like that it it makes a big difference especially mm -hmm. when you are feeling like you're drowning at times or surviving mm -hmm. and just getting those little texts is just like a a sweet little reminder that you're being still thought of during all of that it's just yeah well, I think friendship in motherhood is almost even more important because, you know, I look at my sister-in-law and even when I was a kid growing up with my mom, like 
you know, if, and I guess a little bit more so in their cases because they were stay at home moms and they only had little people to talk to all day, every day. Um, and I, it's funny because anytime I call my sister-in-law or my sister-in-law calls me, it's usually just for something quick, but then we'll be on the phone for about an hour to an hour and a half, because I think it's just, she's yearning for that adult conversation. Um, and just needs someone else. And I think that goes whether you work or you don't, because even if you have that like adult conversation at work, it's still not quite the same thing as adult conversation with a friend. And sometimes you need that friend to say, come alongside you and say, Hey, I get it. I'm right there with you. You're doing good. I'm proud of you. Like as a mom, I think that that's really, really important. I could not agree more on that. (laughs) I definitely would love, would have loved that from some people, um, especially at the beginning of motherhood, but it makes a huge difference. Especially mm-hmm. when you're talking to little ones all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can drive you a little crazy, but mm-hmm. that it, well, adult I think conversation like, is important. Right. You need, as a mom, like you need that individuality to not just be tied to your home life or to your work life. And that's what friendship brings into your life is yep. it's, and I think friendship and again, like not coming from the perspective of seeing other moms and not. And it's interesting because I feel like I have an interesting perspective because I'm not a mom and I see other moms um, is I think like friendship is key to joy and motherhood. Like, because you have, even, even if it's not even a tribe, but just one person who can walk with you through it. Yeah. Just kind of making and validating that your feelings are valid and that you're not alone. Yeah. I am very fortunate to have some very close mom friends and I don't know where I would be without them, especially um, during a lot of postpartum and just motherhood in general. So I very much value those people. So, but there's lots of different ways. I shouldn't say lots of different ways, but there are different ways that you can go out and make friends as mm-hmm. an adult. Um, there's a couple of things that I personally do um, in my own life to kind of keep on building more friendships and whatnot. And that my biggest one, I would say, is I do a monthly game night. Oh, so, fun. yeah, so I have a group of friends that we kind of trade off who hosts and they get to invite their group of friends also. So then we're getting new groups of people in every month. So we're making more connections with people and who doesn't love a fun game night playing board games and stuff like that. So it just kind of gets everybody excited and gives us something to do and reconnect with other people, which is really cool. No, that's really cool. I was going to say too, I mean, also just like pursuing your interests and it just made me think of you and your cardio club. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, that's where you can meet new people too. Like you enjoy doing that. And then that's where you can meet people that also enjoy doing that. And then you can form friendships. So, I mean, joining like clubs or classes or groups or different things like that. Um, cause honestly, as an adult, just like you had in high school, you had, um, a really easy pool of people to draw from because they were all in the same sport as you 
you can still pursue that same thing by looking for the clubs and groups and classes that are to your interests and then find other people that also have those same interests because they're also there. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. And good thing you brought up Cardio Club because I've found a <laughs> lot of like, friendships was it, was it through Cardio that? Club. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, like, stuff like that is very important um, to get out there and meet new people because it, it's hard. And it's not the easiest when we are so busy with work and we don't have the convenience yeah. of – school friendships where we were basically with them 24 7 yeah so it's interesting to kind of see but you need to be intentional on making different plans like that and getting yourself out there yep that's where just taking the initiative comes in you know just putting yourself out there and having kind of just that open and approachable demeanor that that's huge too um yeah. don't have that resting <laughs> you know what, I, what I'm talking about face <laughs> like <laughs> yep um that that makes a big difference too but it also does. just like nurturing your existing connections and this goes off of what we were talking about with the whole people using their crazy life as an excuse to not reach out and just because they don't reach out doesn't mean they don't whatever but like it kind of means it does, you know, yeah. like if you aren't taking the time and it's interesting. Cause like I said, I know so many people that would say the complete opposite. They're like, but, I, but actions speak louder than words. Yeah. But, and you have to nurture the friendships that you have. Otherwise, inevitably you won't have them anymore. Yep. Because eventually the person who is seeing friendship as a two way street and is feeling like it's very one-sided is just going to give up. And I've done that numerous times um, with friendships. Um, and I've definitely been the person that has also not reciprocated like I should too, and then lost friendships that way. Yeah. But rightly so. Like they had every right to step away because I wasn't putting in the effort either. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, life is busy as an adult. Yes, friendships are harder to um, make time for as an adult. Um, but you have to be intentional and you have to nurture friendships and not use your busy life as an excuse to just not. Right. Cause we're all busy. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world is busy. Stop complaining. <laughs> exactly. It's being intentional on who you're going to be spending your time with and who mm-hmm. you want to spend your time with. And I think that's going to make a huge difference and it's going to get those certain friendships to get stronger mm-hmm. within the trust and stepping up for each other and showing them that you are thinking about them and it could be as simple as I bought you a coffee or mm-hmm. hey I'm thinking about you I know you're having a rough week here's a meal or just right I'll just sit with you kind of thing like mm-hmm. just making sure that you're stepping up and being intentional and also being their biggest cheerleader too. If they get a new promotion or if they have something super excited, they want to share, be excited for them too. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. 
Yeah, exactly. And also hypes you up too more as well right. when somebody else <laughs> is cheering you on. So, uh-huh. well, and, and I don't know about you, Abby, but another way that you can make friends is utilizing online platforms. Yeah. Have you through social media become friends with somebody that you didn't otherwise know before? Yes, actually one of my best friends currently I met through <laughs> social media. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a motherhood app um, that we met hey, and we've yeah. been friends for almost three years now. So, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she's well, one of my closest friends. That's awesome because I, yeah, I, I was just thinking the same thing. Like I joined a weight, like a women who lift Facebook group. I don't remember how long ago, like a year or two maybe. Okay. Um, and there was this one girl on it that she seemed really cool. So I followed her on Instagram and then we just randomly started talking, found out she's a believer. And so then we had that in common and we just liked to talk about lifting talked about and talk about God. And then, um, I FaceTimed her, I think like once or twice and we just talked for like hours. And then, um, I ended up getting stranded in Houston on my way back from Guatemala in November last year. And she lives in Houston. And so I texted her and I said, Hey, any chance I can spend the night at your house? <laughs> and I did. And it was the like most fun thing ever. I mean, her and her husband are Filipino. And if you know anything about Filipinos, they're incredibly hospitable. And so oh. they were constantly like, can I get you anything else? Like, Hey, do you want this? How about this? Like they bought me ice cream when I got to their house and then they bought me coffee for the next morning. Cause they don't drink coffee, but they know I do. Like there was just so many things. And, it, and then I got to like go lift weights with them the next morning. Cause my flight didn't leave until the afternoon. So it's just like super fun. And her and I are still good friends. Um, and so it's just, yeah, it's funny how that can happen. And so, yeah, definitely utilize online platforms. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Especially in like this day and age, I feel like we have yeah. to. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you meet people. But it's kind of cool to see like the success stories like that, like yours through lifting and then mine through like a motherhood app too. It's just, yeah. it's, it's very cool. Yeah. So question for you, do you yes. ever feel, cause I have felt this kind of myself, do you ever feel overwhelmed by trying to maintain all of the friendships to the point where you're almost like, I can only handle so many friends and I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, does that sound, that sounds weird, but have you ever been there? Cause I've, I've been there sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It kind of like goes in waves too. Like it's almost like you have to like, not it it sounds weird, but you almost have to like prioritize like a certain order of like these are the friends yes. that I need to put a lot of effort into right now, and then yep. these ones I I can I'm still gonna put effort into, but like these ones are the ones that I need to really focus mm-hmm. my energy on because I yeah. I do have a lot of friends and a lot of them from school, a lot of them like kind of all over, like some sure. old work friends, some ones I met from social media. Um, different seasons in life, like married mm-hmm. couples and parenting couples, like just all sorts of friendships. And so, yes, I feel like right now I'm kind of in that season of life where I'm focusing a lot towards like the play dates and the moms and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I still hang out with the other friends, but those are like the ones that kind of like prioritize, mm-hmm. but just, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. 
it gets overwhelming to kind of manage all of them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to have boundaries for yourself in that area because there's a lot of friends and I think this is the only place where I kind of understand what people are talking about when they say like they're busy because sometimes it's a lot and it's overwhelming and you feel like a failure because you're trying to maintain them all yeah and nobody can I mean we just in it like and that's why it's trying to find those few close friends and really investing in them and still taking time with the others, but also recognizing that maybe we're just not quite as close as like these friends right now. Um, yeah. And then focusing in on them and yeah, it can. And then also sometimes it helps you to see like, Oh, well, if I'm naturally gravitating, this sounds bad, but if I'm naturally gravitating towards these friends, because we have a lot more in common, we have a lot more fun together, then like those really are the ones that you should put putting your effort into and yeah. as awful as that sounds, but yeah, like, cause I, I feel like there are some friends out there that want to spend more time, but I also feel like I'm forcing a friendship because there's not as much there, you know? And so yeah, it's just, it's, that part is really hard too, as an adult, honestly. Yeah, I, I would agree. Cause there's some friendships and I, especially in an adult as an adult like I feel like when you grow apart from a friendship it's almost gut-wrenching sometimes Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's okay and like it's mutual like we're both growing apart type thing like you were a friend during the season of life right now it's we're in different seasons but it's I've had a couple of friends over the last couple years that we've lost touch or we were in different seasons of life and some -hmm. of those friendships were gut-wrenching to kind of let go of yeah Yeah. yep so but like another thing I would say besides like putting things on your calendar showing up and being their cheerleader would be like planning like an annual like girls trip or something like that like it doesn't have to be like anything outrageous it could be literally a weekend type thing but like trying to do that like especially with the friends that you are putting that effort into the most Mm -hmm. I feel like is important of some sort and then like I said it doesn't have to be anything extravagant but those are another way to kind of build those friendships too yeah totally I wish I could get all my friends on the same page for something like that (laughs) it takes a lot yeah yeah I think I've only done two or three girls trips in the last like seven years so well the first like ever girl trip I had been on was Monations the first year so really (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was still a fun trip though it was (laughs) But I definitely feel like those types of things are important and making friends and having friends makes you feel less isolated, less lonely. Friends are good for your health and emotional support Mm -hmm. and they just kind of contribute to that fulfillment and meaning in life and definitely take note and take care of those friendships and nurture them and watch them grow I think is Mm -hmm. very important absolutely 
Rachel, do you have anything else to add? Um, I guess no, not really, other than just, you know, be patient as an adult. I think um, building friendships in this season of life, it's a lot harder than a kid. It just is. Um, Adults have less trust and adults are busier and, you know, all that kind of thing. So just be patient with them and persistent. Um, and continue to, yeah, just pursue those friendships because, uh, yeah, as an adult building friendships takes time and effort in ways that it never did as a kid. Um, and so just following up and maintaining contact and yeah, that's really all I got. I agree. I think that is a great way to end that. So, (laughs) all right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will be in touch very soon. Alright, bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Abby and I over a cup of coffee, black for me. Or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me. Gross. (laughs) We look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.